they feel shame. They, they, they think they're a bad person because they did these things and now they're off track. Yeah. But if we create a lifestyle where those things aren't taboo and they aren't off limits, we try to stop getting back to 1200 calories because we know now that it hasn't been working for you for the last 20, 30 years. Why are you trying to get back to that? It's mm -hmm. not a matter of willpower. It's not a matter of discipline with being able to get back on track with something that was too restrictive in the first place. You can't get yeah. back on track with something that was not sustainable. You're just right. fucking perpetuating the cycle. Welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt, the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Are you ready to cut the crap with your diet and exercise, get strong as fuck, and build a healthy relationship with food? Then you've come to the right place. Show your support for the podcast by joining our Patreon community, where you get exclusive content, which consists of monthly workouts you can do at home or at the gym, monthly challenges that are either strength, habit, or mindset based and access to hundreds of lower-calorie, higher-protein, family-friendly recipes. And now all Patreon members receive exclusive access to a private Facebook group. Now, now let's, let's cut, cut the crap. All right, here we go. Beth. What's up? Hi. We haven't spoken. I mean, we've spoken. Text. Who, who spoken. the fuck are you? No. <laughs> I, I, Matt, who is Matt? We took a two-week hiatus. We did from recording. From recording. Episodes. We needed it. We totally needed it. And wasn't it? I don't know. I felt weird. I was like, I'm missing something right now. Like, I should be we doing something. I definitely felt like I was missing something. Um, but I was on the island. There was no internet. It was very spotty. And so that was so awesome for me just to completely disconnect because I have a hard time disconnecting even when I say I'm going to disconnect. Dang. So I actually need to go to a fucking island. You need to go somewhere where it's literally <laughs> forcing you to disconnect. <laughs> Pretty so, much. So Beth, I know where you went, but for everybody listening, where the hell were, were you just at? So my brother came into town with his boyfriend and he set up a little trip for us because he's been to Monhegan Island. It's a little island off the coast of Maine. It's about 12 miles off Port Clyde. And it's an hour ferry ride. And it's the most magical place ever. There's hiking everywhere. There's little tiny beaches. There's artists everywhere, like painting, really nice restaurants. It's just very relaxing. I can't believe I've, it's right near me and I've never been. So I was excited to go. My son went with us and he loved it because there was like, there's this little house every night from six to eight was like, it's called Fatty Natty's, nighttime fatty or so, get fatty or something like that. And it was desserts, like $5 desserts that this woman made all different kinds. And every night was a different dessert. Ooh. So we would go in there and she would have this whole, like her counter was just different cakes. And like one night was like, make your own cookie sandwiches and ice cream. And I mean, it was insane. So we had that every single night. Cool. That was that pretty sounds cool. Sounds awesome. So it's a little yeah. bit developed then. There's actually, there's businesses there and, and people live yeah, there. But it's very old school. If It's hard to explain. It's sure. very just small town. It's an island and, you know, there's no cars. Yeah. I'm trying to picture it because I saw some of the pictures and videos you that you posted. And mm -hmm. it reminds what it sounds like to me is a place I went to last summer, South Manitou Island on Lake Michigan in Michigan. Okay. Come, oh, yeah. Hour, Did you go camping half. over there? Yep. I went camping. Okay. I went backpacking. We had to pack yes. in everything, all of our water, our food, everything. There's yep. no businesses and nobody lives there anymore. Um, so it's just completely isolated. But mm -hmm. um, it sounds like that was a little bit more isolated than where, where you were at. But it sounds like the same general same general yeah. thing, except this yeah. has like one general store because actually people okay. live that people actually live there. Um, and then there's like one, um, I think there's like a little fire department, but it's kind of closed unless you have like an emergency or, you Got know, it. there's not much like the general store was, I can't even explain it. Well, cool. You've got my, my interest peaked. I, I definitely need yeah, to go check I, that out. I want everyone to go now. I mean, it's just so magical, really. That's, that's one way to explain it. <laughs> that'd be nice. To, um, that'd be a very just, hard one to organize right it's there. It's the getting there. You really have to bring what you need. Yeah. And because 
because you're really not going to be able to get it mm-hmm. yeah. when you're there. Pack everything in that you need for sure. And just walk everywhere. Like the trails are very easy, accessible. They're very easily marked. Um, I was able to walk by myself and hike to watch the sunrise, which I was... That's your thing I, right there. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I love that. And you awesome. can see the sunrise and the sunset, which was even better. Both like, sides of the island. One I'm side, sure, right? you're like, go walk to the, see the sunrise. And the other side, you go walk to see the Best sunset. Best of both worlds. Hell yeah. yeah. Very cool. Island life. I know. Um, how was the rest of your August? I know you did your Team BFF retreat. Team BFF came out here. We were going to hike Mount Katahdin, but it was shitty ass weather. So we wow. just hung out and ate a lot of snacks. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> we did a little photo shoot. It was a lot of fun. Cool. Good. I'm glad you guys tour. did that. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my August was good. You were running and gunning the entire month of August, whereas I was kind of laying low and just honestly just taking care of myself and doing some self-care, working mm-hmm. around the house and just relaxing because I've been on running and gunning for yeah. a part of a year now too. So I, I needed it. Um, I'm mowing my own lawn. I'm working on my own house again, which is nice. It makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, makes me feel normal. <laughs> right. Rather than neglecting these things because I'm gone all the time. So you were traveling a lot. I was. I was. It got to a point where I was like, okay, I need to slow this down because I don't, because that's a goal of mine is to be able to travel the world and run my business and everything. But and mm-hmm. first of all, I'm not there yet. And, but also still I've got responsibilities here at home. So I can't just be running off and, and doing those things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's more like, okay, maybe I just limit it to like five or six times a year or something, you know, so right. every other yeah. month do it, do a little trip or something. So yeah, for sure. But um, September is going to be wild. I'm going to Cabo this weekend oh. um, for my cousin's 40th birthday party. Uh, okay. Uh, um, and my other cousin, um, she turned 40 already like a couple, like a month ago. So we're going to just like lump them all together. So that'll be fun. I've never been to Cabo. Um, nice. So we're going to go out there, do some, I'm going to do some snorkeling while I'm there. We're going to go on a, a sunset cruise because there's mm-hmm. like, they have these arches out in the middle of the ocean that we're going to go visit, which is going to be really cool. Yeah. So, fun. For sure. Is that like a four or five day thing? Yep. So we're leaving Saturday and then we'll come home Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. So I think it's four days, five five nights or something like that. So yeah, that'll be awesome. Fun. Yeah. Totally. totally. And then the 5K or the 10K is coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Which I, we talked about this a little bit, but I'm not going to be able to do it. That's what I figured. Um, yeah. I'm really fucking bummed. I've been debating on still coming and supporting you. And I think Mandy's doing it, right? Yeah, she so is. I might. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I get home from the one trip and then I'll just be leaving for another trip. And that's literally what I'm talking about trying to avoid. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, I'm just really bummed that I, I am rehabbing my ankle. My ankle is getting better now, but it's still not to a place where I can go beat the hell out of it on a trail. Yeah. And I'm certainly not a place where I can even train right now. So. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Do the right thing. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard listening to your fucking body. (laughs) It is. It is like, no, damn it, just work. I've been doing that for the past year. I've been just doing things and I haven't been letting my ankle heal, which is my situation now. So it's my own fucking fault. Fuck. That's what I I mean. That was me yesterday. I was so sore from my leg workout. It was, it's a new mesocycle. So, of course, I trained really fucking hard in my quads and I didn't expect to be as sore as I was. I could barely sit down on the toilet. And yesterday was <laughs> my training run was 50 minute run and seven hill sprints that were that had to be a minute each. Ouch. Yeah. And it was a beautiful day and I knew today was going to be raining. And I'm like d- the whole day, like, fuck, I'm I'm really so sore. Like, this is going to do I do this? And <laughs> So I was going back and forth myself. I'm like, all right, even my son, I he was like, mom, if you're that sore, you probably shouldn't be. And I'm like, you're right. You're totally right. He's like, listening just, to you. Just, well, just wait till tomorrow because you can do it tomorrow. You don't have any workouts tomorrow. Um, It's an off day from running. So I just took yesterday, made it today and it worked out. I wasn't yeah. as sore this morning. So yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's a good point too. Even as coaches, it's hard for us to do these things sometimes. Like we know what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's quieting our, our inner voices to tell them yeah. to shut up essentially, you know, and we can tell you guys what to do and, and, you know, but it's when, <laughs> It's our goddamn selves. And that's well, why we have we have coaches. That's why we have coaches too, to reel us in when our emotions you know? are good. Because that's the thing. We know logically that mm-hmm. we should listen to our body and, and take some time off. But our emotions are saying otherwise. Yeah. Our emotions are like, no, you're going to ruin all your progress if you stop or take some break mm-hmm. or or whatever, you know? And that's just simply not true, which is right. why a coach is great for helping you think logically. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Emotions are a bitch. Yeah, they are. <laughs> So yeah, um, September's shaping up to be really busy for us here because we're doing that free coaching giveaway as well for the month of September. Um, fucking like 500 people <laughs> applied the first day. So that's awesome. Oh, okay. I was not prepared for that. I was expecting maybe like 50, 60 people like, oh yeah, it'll be easy to go through that many applications and everything. Nope. So now I'm like <laughs> full time to, to go through all those. So yeah, um, that's hard. By the time this episode is out, at least that'll be over with and we'll have gone through everything and gotten everybody set up with the free month of September. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. baby. Yeah. All right. So Beth, what do we want to talk about today? Because I think it relates to kind of where you're coming from with your recent trips. Yes. So I know it's the end of summer. We're heading into the school year. Some people probably already have started school. I know in other places, yeah, but we have. we have we don't start till next week, which is uh, September 7th is my son's first. So day, when we're, is... we're recording this, it's August 30th. For reference okay. To everybody here. Um, yeah. So September next week, you guys will probably hear this after. But I, as we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast, had a very busy month of August. Literally, I was eating out a lot. I had so many visitors. You know, when you have visitors, I live in Maine. So of course, everyone wants to go out and get lobster rolls and all, you know, the main things, you know, blueberry this and lobster that, crab this. I'm not vacationing, okay? (laughs) Right? But I'm... taking these people everywhere. And it was my 10 year anniversary It was my sober anniversary. And then my brother was here. So it was just a month of eating out a lot, not on my normal schedule. I still got my workouts and my runs and my walks in. But um, I didn't really eat at home that much. And I felt it, you know, my body's like, you need a veggie, you need some fruit, you need water and sleep. <laughs> Like I was at my wits end. It's like, you know, you just feel sluggish. So I made a video talking about it. And a lot of the comments I got in the video were about, you know, yeah, I got to get back on track. The back on track thing. It's yeah, I want to talk about that because there's no track, right? It, it's just life. Like life we're happens. Not a train. We're not fucking no. going one direction, backwards you, and forwards. You're always one meal away from, you know, I'm going to say the word being back on track. <laughs> but you, <laughs> we'll use that. We'll you, we'll say that in the context of the yeah. comment that we received. But okay? you know what I mean. So it, it's like in between these going out to eat and stuff. I was still, if I was able to make breakfast at home, I would do that. I, I wasn't like fucking off left and right, but I just felt the eating out a lot. Um, you're off your. You were off your normal. routine. I was off my routine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I get a lot of people that were just like, yeah, I just the whole summer was da 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 this and that. And I got to I really got to get back on track. And, you know, when I hear that, I hear, you know, that what are you going to do? What is that? What is that exactly does that mean? Because yes. for me, getting back on track is just doing what I was doing before. It literally mm-hmm. just means eating, making my meals at home and going to my regular gym schedule and yeah. things like that. Now, what you said in there, too, about summer, like summer happened, right? Here's the fucking reality is summer happens every damn year. Mm-hmm. So you spend every year spending three or four months off track because right. because summer's here. Kids are home from school like that. No, we need to formulate, create a lifestyle mm-hmm. where you can still navigate summer and cookouts and vacations, kids being home and things like that. Yeah. And, and that same thing with holidays, yeah. anniversaries, birthdays. They're all coming. That, that's and it, it ties into... 
there's never going to be a perfect time to start. Mm -hmm. So might as well fucking start now. You don't have to wait till Monday. You don't have to wait till that. The perfect time is actually when everything's on fire around you. In my yeah. opinion, like yeah. trial by fire, motherfucker. Let's That's go. That's actually, um, there's science behind that. There is, there mm -hmm. is. I wish Our I most successful clients pull, pull have started. It up for you, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Our most successful clients have started when they are going through a divorce, when mm -hmm. they've lost, when they've lost a family member, when yeah. they've lost a job, all of these things. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, fucking everything else is imploding around me. Might as well start working on myself now. So it's like, yeah, yeah I, I fucking I, I, absolutely. I love that mindset. Mm -hmm. And I know those people are going to be successful. Yeah, agree. They're not waiting for the moon and the stars and whatever else to align yeah. or for them to get started. Mm -hmm. So getting back on track. Okay. So yeah, what, like 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 I said earlier, what is there to get back on track with? We aren't a, we aren't a fucking rail, choo choo motherfucker. We're not going back and forth one direction, right? There's many directions. There's yeah. many directions. Okay, we're not a sprint car just driving in circles, or NASCAR mm -hmm. drive, driving in circles. You're going to go left. You're going to go right. You're going to go backwards. You're going to go forwards. Right. You're going to go up. You're going to go down. So let's yeah. learn to navigate that. Yeah. Um. What I think, what I when I hear get back on track, here's where my mind goes. Mm -hmm. This person is being too restrictive. This person is being too strict. This person is probably trying to get back to a 1,200 calorie diet. Diet, which led them to getting off track in the first place. Yeah. This person is probably eliminating carbohydrates. This person is probably telling themselves that sugar is bad. So they're not allowing themselves to have those sweet treats. And then when they finally do, they feel guilty about it. Mm -hmm. They feel shame. They, they, they think they're a bad person because they did these things and now they're off track. Yeah. But if we create a lifestyle where those things aren't taboo and they aren't off limits, we try to stop getting back to 1200 calories because we know now that it hasn't been working for you for the last 20, 30 years. Why are you trying to get back to that? It's mm -hmm. not a matter of willpower. It's not a matter of discipline with being able to get back on track with something that was too restrictive in the first place. You can't get yeah. back on track with something that was not sustainable. You're just right. fucking perpetuating the cycle. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's why we have to create a lifestyle that we can stick to. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I know what to do. It's like, so everyone's gone. I don't, I don't, I'm not taking anyone out to eat anymore. You know, I'm not going on a ferry to an Island and traveling six hours to drop my someone off at the airport. That's another thing. I was in the car a lot. So you just go back to what you were doing. There's no, like nothing's different for me. Yes, totally. And literally the fucking same. Everyone's like, let me see your meals. I'm like, they're going to be the same fucking meals that I always show because yeah. I'm not like going into a deficit. I'm just getting back to my life as it was a month ago, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And 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 you said something in there, too, which is really important for, for everyone to understand is you are still doing some things during mm -hmm. all of this madness. You are yeah. still doing what you could do during all of this time. And that right there is key to getting back on track, quote mm -hmm. unquote. Yeah, I was focusing something what I could control. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, okay, I can get my workouts in. I made sure to get my workouts in. I made sure I was doing the 5K a day. So I'm getting that in. I was getting my runs in. I'm doing that race in September. So mm -hmm. I couldn't mm -hmm. just say, yeah, I'm just going to stop everything. This month has been a shit show. So miles will just wait till everyone's gone. No, I still did what I could do. Yeah. And that is how you get back on track, to, so to say, because you're never getting off track then. Right. Because you're still living your life and doing what you can. And that's, the, that's just seasons of life. They come and mm -hmm. go. Some seasons of life are going to be incredibly busy, stressful, chaotic. Some of them are going to be more chilled and laid back. But mm -hmm. we're always going to be wanting to do the things that so, something, do, do something, whether yeah. that's, like you said, get back to your new normal. Maybe that's a five minute walk a day, a 10 minute walk a day. And that's, that's one thing I always do when I travel is when I get back, I go on my, my walk first thing in the mm -hmm. morning the next day. I don't care if I got home at two o'clock in the morning, I'm still going on my walk. Maybe it's a little yep. bit later, but I'm still going on my walk. Um, and even while I'm traveling and doing all these things, I'm still, I'm still for the most part being active and trying to eat 
pretty well, you know, nutritious foods, fiber, fruits, vegetables, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. And th that's important that you say that when you come back, that is the hardest part of actually getting started again, um, as people just continue on that vacation lifestyle. For sure. And I think part of that is because part of that vacation lifestyle for so many people, because they're so goddamn restricted mm -hmm. 11 months out of the year, that their lifestyle or their vacation is just a free for all. It's a fucking orgy. It's a, it's a buffet every day for them, you know, yes. an orgy of all the different foods and alcohols and everything because mm -hmm. they, they haven't been allowing themselves to have it, you know? So then they spend a week, two weeks eating everything, not moving, feeling like shit. And then of course mm -hmm. they get back home and they're going to feel like shit because they, they were, they've been treating their body like shit the entire time they were on, on vacation, but because yeah. they were so, because they just felt like they finally had freedom to let loose a little bit. Right. If you feel like vacation is time for you to be free from your, your diet and exercise, you're, you're, that's no program. That's no plan for you. You're a slave to the, to your diet and your, and your program then. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very disheartening. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Water break. Water break. We all need it. Water break. What else is going on? What else did I want to talk about? I don't know. Well, I know it's something that I wanted to talk about too. We could we could kind of make this a two part, not not two part episode, but yeah. a couple of different topics here. Is this is a common theme we both hear and we always do, but I've been hearing it more frequently lately. Is overeating at night, mm. overeating at night, Every, like people overeat at night, and they're and I'm talking to the same people that are still struggling with overeating at night. So let's let's talk about that. What let's talk about why people tend to overeat at night. Okay, it falls kind of in line with what I was talking about with being so restrictive, right? Oh yeah. So you're you're overeating at night mostly because you're undereating throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Like people what? are afraid to eat bigger meals during the I day. I would say ninety percent of people that we talk they to, eat they fucking consider snacks. overeating by just eating earlier in the day and eating more throughout the day. Your meals should not look like snacks, but all you do is fucking snack all day. So you're never fully satisfied. You're not a fucking bird. No. You don't eat breakfast, you drink coffee, then your first meal's at fucking noon because you've had eight cups of coffee, and then you have a protein bar because you're super busy. And then two or three o'clock comes around, you, you know, it, it's just a this, consistent yeah, cycle. That same That's person, when it starts. Right, it does, exactly. <laughs> that same person will lose their mind when we tell them to eat 400 to 500 calories for breakfast, mm -hmm. but then they won't bat an eye to eating 1500 calories at nine o'clock at night. Matt, there's no way I can eat 500 calories for breakfast. Right. But you hear that it. a lot, don't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You want me yeah. to eat how much? You mean, you mean I mean, no there's way no I way. that much. It's impossible. Well, you have no problem fucking doing it at nine, 10 o'clock Right? Like, night. so what happens? <laughs> the fucking sun <laughs> goes down. You yeah. throw down a thousand calories, calories in exist. one sitting. You don't have a problem with that. But hey, yeah. it's in little increments. It's not a one big plate, Matt, you know? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Imagine so that. It's not yeah, like it's, it's 200 calories here, 200 calories there, yeah. 300 calories from the chips that you just grabbed a handful of while you're mm -hmm. walking by. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I want to let's talk about that for a couple, a couple yeah, of minutes. Here, I'd love to. Um, let's talk about how we can combat overeating at night by eating earlier in the day and eating more throughout the day. So, what do we recommend for for combating overeating at night? Like, we're not going to we're not going to talk about emotional and stress eating right now because that's an entire <clears throat> entirely different beast. Yeah. Let's let's see. Let's work on getting more food into your system earlier in the day. And if you continue to overeat it late at night, then we can look at emotional and stress eating. If that's a, or what what are these habits and behaviors that are that are leading to you overeating. But let's get these basics under control first mm -hmm. instead of trying to fucking fix something that isn't actually a problem. So, right. so we already said it, right? So for most people, most people can benefit from eating breakfast, right? Oh yeah, I and know. So I know there's the, the non-breakfast people out there and that's fine. If that works for you and you're not overeating at night, we're not talking <clears throat> to you, okay? For sure. So for sure. you need to take what you want and leave the rest with this one. But 98% of the population could benefit from eating breakfast. Totally, totally. 
There, I mean, <laughs> how much of our population is unhealthy and overweight and obese? I mean, 50 plus percent, 70 plus mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. So let's look at if, if, if you are skipping breakfast and you are overeating at night, right there is your solution. Right. Stop skipping breakfast. Exactly. See, see, see how you feel later at night. But I I'm not hungry, that. Matt. Breakfast makes me nauseous. Yeah, they're not I'm hungry. Just throwing because, out, I'm just throwing right. out. Like, no, these are uh, things I hear. These are things we hear. Um, you're, you're not hungry because you've been telling your body to shut the fuck up every time it's telling you that you're hungry for you 20, any, 30, 40 years. You have no you hunger cues left. Exactly. So you can recreate those hunger cues by starting to eat in the morning and maybe not a full 500 calorie breakfast. Could start out with a smoothie, just getting those hunger hormones back. If there's one thing we can all agree on, it's that life is hard. And with that comes a level of stress that can often be debilitating. Balancing your mental and physical health often seems like you need a PhD to achieve. And so often we are only able to focus on one or the other, which can lead to a less than enjoyable life. And that's why I loved Cure Nutrition Serenity Gummies. From coaching calls to leadership meetings with my team, to tapping into my creativity for new content, to closing business deals, and even interviewing guests for this podcast, the Serenity Gummies have proven to be a valuable part of my self-care routine. I take them daily to help manage my stress and anxiety, and doing this allows me to perform at my absolute best, which helps me serve others to my absolute best. Formulated with their trinity of ingredients, a blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, functional mushrooms, and adaptogens, Serenity Gummies are your answer to finding calm in the chaos that we call life. Right now, Cured is extending an exclusive offer to you, our listeners. You can grab a bag of Serenity Gummies for 20% off by visiting www.curednutrition.com ctc and using coupon code CTC at checkout. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com slash CTC and coupon code CTC at checkout to save 20%. So what are you waiting for? Pop a gummy and protect your peace and let's cut the crap together. So let's talk about hunger hormones then too. So one of the big ones is ghrelin. So this is one of the, the big problems then too with not eating enough and, and skipping breakfast is your your ghrelin can, can get out of control, which that's your hunger hormone. That's going to make you crave food. It's going to make you hungry, even though you're not actually hungry, or maybe you are hungry and your body just isn't communicating. Or, well, let's, let, let's be realer. Your body's always communicating. Your body's definitely sending these signals that you are hungry. You've just lost touch with them. So we need right, to get re in right. touch with them with mindfulness yeah. there. Yeah. Um, your body's telling you, you just need to learn how to fucking listen to it. Mm-hmm. So, w- what do we talk about then with breakfast is let's get a high protein breakfast yeah. and hopefully some fiber in there. Now, the reason why we recommend high protein high fiber for breakfast is because that's going to be very satisfying, right? Think of oatmeal. You eat a bowl of oatmeal with some fruit or something on it, you're probably going to be very satisfied for four or five, six plus hours. Mm-hmm. I know I can eat it and I'll sometimes I'll forget to eat lunch because I'm still satisfied from breakfast, you know, and I'll yeah. be eating lunch two or three o'clock in the afternoon like, oh shit, you know? Yeah. So, so protein and fiber should be the focus point of, of breakfast if you are overeating at night. Mm-hmm. 30 grams of protein, would love to see you start there. Get some fiber, yeah. you know, five grams of fiber, whatever it might be. Probably you're probably, you know, whatever it Tarts you're eating, they don't have any protein. They don't have any fiber. Okay, mm-hmm. so pop add, add, add those to your yogurt bowl. And oh yeah, you make a great recipe for that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you get what you're craving and get what you need at the same time. Yeah, and that's the thing too is pop tarts have a place in our diet. Mm-hmm. But if you're just having just the pop tart, that's probably not the greatest move right There's there. There's no fucking protein in there. Fiber. There's no protein. There's no fiber. 
you're going to spike your sugar, your blood sugar right away, yeah. which is going to cause a drastic drop in your blood sugar, which is going to continue to perpetuate the cycle of overeating and e- eating all these sugary foods. Yeah. It's it's just knowing your macronutrients and the role they play. Mm-hmm. I just talked about this in group coaching. Literally last night, we're, we're, doing, it, we're doing a two-week thing about macros. Yeah. We talked about mindful macros yesterday. And let's talk about some macros and what role that each macro plays into our satiety and, and overeating. How yeah. That? It's, it's, that's why, you know, when people like, well, carbs make me fat and carbs all they do is make me hungry or whatever they, you know, it's like <clears throat> A, well, because you need to pair it with a protein and a fiber. It's like building a balanced plate. No one knows how to build a balanced plate that should be taught in school. If it is, then they fucking forget about it. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, the protein, fats and carbs, it's it's just like, what does your plate look like? Do you have all three on there? Mm-hmm. And then the fiber? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well said, Beth. Now, for so so pr- I, I'll say keeping hunger at bay then. So let's talk about keeping a steady, you know, satisfaction level with your hunger throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So protein, carbohydrates and fats in conjunction. Okay. We want to, like Beth was just saying, you need to have that balanced approach. Just focusing on one or the other of these macros is going to leave some stuff out on the table. So protein is the most, one of the most satisfying foods out there. It provides the most perceived satiety. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but it also helps to slow digestion and it makes you feel uh, full for longer. And then it can help to reduce that hunger hormone ghrelin. So if you forgot what hunger hormone ghrelin does, it makes you hungry. It makes you crave food. It makes you want to eat. It's yeah. it's literally its entire fucking job. Okay. So eating protein will, will reduce that hunger hormone right there. Carbohydrates, on the other hand, we we see them as this taboo thing, right? Something that's forbidden and off, and off limits. It's bullshit because it's a, yeah. if if done right, carbohydrates are fantastic for, mm-hmm. for energy. For satisfied energy, yeah. energy. That's what they are, right? That's why they say to eat carbohydrates before your workout or your run. Why? Because yeah. you need the fucking energy. No, it doesn't mean chips. We're not talking about fucking potato chips. I mean, right? yeah, right, exactly. We're, we're talking exactly. about if we're fueling our banana. body with carbohydrates, a banana exactly. thirty minutes before your workout right. or or a meal with some some rice or potatoes or something a couple of hours before your workout. Mm-hmm. That's how we're talking about fueling your body for performance yes. and and just to make sure that you're eating a balanced diet and being satisfied. So they do provide that energy. You know, we have simple carbs and complex carbs. The simple carbs would be the banana that we were talking about that prior to the workout. Mm-hmm. And then the good thing is if you're eating these complex carbs and simple carbs, such as fruit and vegetables and things like that, you're going to be getting the fiber with that. And yeah. fiber, of course, increases satiety and it can make you feel long, uh, full for oh. longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then only that, then we have fats. People forget about fats and actually fats have been still fucking get demonized because of the bullshit stuff that we went through in the eighties and nineties of low fat. Oh my God, everything low fat. Yeah. Everything was low fat, which that's for hormone health. We know now that that was, that did a lot of, lot more harm than no good. Essentially. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, We're still kind of combating that one because fat, fat is our friend too. Fat doesn't make you fat. Okay. That does not make you fat. Another lie right there. But now on that note, it's more calorically dense. It's double the calories of protein or carbs. Which is why you know you, you don't eat that eat fats in as much of a in quantity as you do protein or or carbs. But fats also digest slowly, which provide long lasting energy as well. So mm-hmm. if you're going on like something like a low impact longer walk or a hike, fats could be really good for that too. And then fats will peanut also help butter, peanut butter, nuts, and things like that. What like think about it when we're hiking, Beth? What are mm-hmm. our what are our, some of our go to hiking snacks? Oh, bananas, peanut banana, peanut butter wrap or something, granola. Nuts you know, granola. nuts. Yeah, exactly. Trail These, mix. Trail mix. Yeah, exactly. Trail mix is a great example of that because that's exactly. that's got all three macros. It's got carbohydrates, it's got fats, it's got protein. Mm-hmm. That's why we eat that type of stuff. It's got quick energy. It's got longer sustaining energy. It's got protein. It's got everything yeah, you fucking need. Exactly. I just you want to 
to hear something funny? Yeah. Not to go off track, but it is kind of on the track. We're going to use that word. Um, <laughs> I just realized like a couple years ago when we were hiking Katahdin, what trail mix actually meant. And that means because you're eating it on the fucking trail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear to God, and everyone's okay. laughing at me. I'm like, oh my God, that's what that's where trail mix comes from. <laughs> Blonde moment. But yeah. Oh, I love it. Hey, I mean, you figure it out at 50 yeah, years old. Like, that's cool. Oh, okay. That's why they call it trail mix. <laughs> Makes sense. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, I like, another thing you call it is avid hikers and backpackers. I don't know if you ever heard this, but they'll call it GORP. No. Good gorp. old raisins and peanuts is what that stands mm. for. <laughs> yeah. The classic trail mix right there. Yeah. It's just easy to just get a handful, throw it in your throw, mouth throw it and, in keep, a bag keep and keep trucking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Keep logging those miles. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we broke down why protein carbohydrates are fat and fats are important all together. Okay. In conjunction to build a balanced diet to help you stave off fucking overeating and, and, and starving and, and, and things like that. Yeah. So first place would be to look at eating breakfast. If you're already skipping breakfast, mm-hmm. second place I would look at is eating enough calories throughout the day. Right. Yeah. So we see this all the time. Somebody's we, we, well, we know we see this because people tell us I'm eating 1200 calories a day and I'm mm-hmm. now losing weight. Right. Well, maybe they're eating 1200 calories a day for three or four, three or four days. The other three yeah. or four days, it's 3000 calories a day, 3,500 calories a day because they're so damn restricted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So eat more, eat more meals earlier in the day, eat more calories earlier in the day. And there's research to support this too. Loading your breakfast with a protein has been proven to help with weight loss and, and helps with sustainability and, and people st- and sticking with it and staying on track. Mm-hmm. And one of the really good examples of that is eggs and, and oatmeal are two of those classic breakfast meals that have, both of those things have been unfairly demonized in the past. Oatmeal gets demonized by fucking idiot carnivore people. Oh my God. I'm still hearing shit about oatmeal. It's just weird to me. They feed oats to fatten pigs or or fatten whatever animal, horses or whatever. It's like, cool. Well, we're not a fucking animal. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Uh, what was the second part of that? I just had a brain fart. Um, oh, oats. So I said oats. Oats, said eggs. eggs. So eggs. You can literally have anything for breakfast. It doesn't have yeah. to be a breakfast item. I get it so doesn't. many people like, oh my God, I breakfast. don't I don't <laughs> like eggs. It's like, don't you don't have to fucking eat eggs. You can literally eat anything you want for breakfast. It doesn't have to be eggs. It doesn't have to yeah. be Greek yogurt. It doesn't have to be fucking oatmeal. You can have a chicken bowl that you had last night with rice. Yeah. You know, it's just like step out of your step out of the box. And really, if you care, <laughs> you're going to make it a priority. You're going to find a way. You're going to find what you like. You have to find just what you like, not what somebody else likes. Because right. if you don't like eggs, don't or Greek yogurt, don't ask somebody that's all they eat is great eggs and Greek yogurt to suggest something for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you really have to figure out what's going to work for you. Totally. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just nine. $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And what works for you means something that you can reasonably stick with most of the time that you won't get tired of and that mm-hmm. will that will get you closer to your health and fitness goals. Yeah. And of course, that when I say get you closer to your health and fitness goals, that doesn't mean that every food has to be the, of the most nutritious choice. Absolutely not. There's plenty of room in there for those fun foods. Yeah. But let's 
let's get the basics down first. So eating a big breakfast and eating a you know big lunch. But what you know, I get the I'm sure you get this a lot of the time too. Is I don't have enough time. I need a quick breakfast, Matt. Quick. But here's the thing: when I hear that, I think you're not planning. So if you don't have time, why aren't you planning? Why isn't your breakfast in the fucking fridge, ready to go in the morning for you to take with you because you're so busy? It's not that they don't have time, Beth. Let's be real here. It's not a priority you know? to them. It's that's, not a fucking priority. I, I hear this so much, and it it, it kind of overnight oats nuts. takes thirty seconds to prepare. It really does. Do it at night right before you go to bed. 30 fucking seconds. You don't have 30 seconds. You know, bullshit. I need quick. I I need fast. I'm on the run. Okay. Well, you have time at night. I'm I'm sorry, but you do have, you can have 10 minutes to take and throw something together. If you can make your child a meal, you can make yourself a meal. You are always taking care of other people than yourself. You can take care of yourself too in the mix of taking everyone else, taking care of everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And this, I just thought of this, this this just happened this morning talking about not having time for something. So we're doing that coaching um, offer right now for September, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And as part of that, we're we're getting people onto phone calls with us to talk about how it works, the free month of September and to talk about our program. Somebody Mm -hmm. told me this morning, they didn't have time for a 15 minute call for a free, uh, they didn't have time for a 15 minute phone call to get a month of free coaching with us. So I'm like, okay, well then. But they, and they applied for it, right? Yeah, they applied for it. Okay. So I don't understand what what were you expecting, right? what, What was this person expecting? Like, I can't make you do, like, I can't change you by doing nothing, you have no time for a 15 minute call to you don't have time for coaching. Life. You don't have time for working out. You don't have time for learning anything. So drop the bullshit excuses. You have time. It's just not a priority. Mm-hmm. We make time for what is a priority for us. Mm-hmm. You, you really do. And I don't give a fuck what, who you are. You make the fucking time. If you don't, you have a concert you want to go to, you're going we'll make to make sure that. that you drop fucking everything to get to that concert. Mm-hmm. You know, anything that you want to do, you're going to make time to do. Trust yeah. me. I do it. Matt does it. We all do it. Yeah. For sure. I I don't know who said this. I don't know who the original person is. Everybody's probably said it. But instead of saying you don't have time just say it's not a priority to me and Mm -hmm. see how quickly you get your shit together. Yeah. I don't have time is such a cop out. What's the saying? If it's a priority, you'll find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. Okay. There we go. And that's true. That's 100% true. Mm -hmm. It really is. You are just not a priority. That's okay. Taking care of yourself is not a priority. Say that. Mm -hmm. Don't blame it on your kids because your kids need you to be at your best. Yeah. I can't stand when people blame shit on their kids. I, I used to do that, but it drives me fucking nuts now. It's like, you know what? You had these kids. You're don't blame them for it, for anything. They need you to feed them. Like that, like they they're not your themselves. excuse. They should be your fucking reason. It, you know, I used to blame drinking on, on Johnny. And now when I think about the fact that I blamed my drinking on because my son cried all the time or he didn't sleep, he was a fucking baby. Um, and here I am like drinking and downing bottles of wine because he was crying all the time. And I would be like, well, I just can't deal. He's cries all the time. It's like, yeah. he's a fucking baby, you know? And here Doing I am bl- blaming like my alcoholism on a someone that has no, you know, say in the matter. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you had your come to moment and you, you, you started being real with yourself and honest with mm-hmm. yourself. That's the thing. You just have Stop to get co-signing real your own with bullshit. yourself. Stop blaming everything on everyone else and everything. You have to take responsibility and take action for yeah. your life. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is is going to do this for you. Nobody else is going to change you. People can help you change. People can help guide you and support you, such as myself and Beth and other coaches. Mm -hmm. We can guide you and support you, but we're not going to do the work for you. We can't. Yeah. We would love to, but we can't. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, we want to love to. We don't want to do the work for you. We want to teach you how to fucking do the work on your own. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you teach a man to fish or you can fish for the man and see which one is more successful long term. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well said. Anything else we want to add to overeating um, at night? I think that's pretty much it. Like those are like. Yeah. Just just making sure you eat enough at your meals and stop snacking. all If I get one more question about, oh, my God, can you give me a quick snack? Why do you need so many fucking snack ideas? Like, uh, really? You need three or four snacks a day. You're not eating enough. What is wrong? Yeah. I mean, one or two snacks is cool. I've never had so many fucking questions for I need a quick snack idea. Okay, grab a fucking cheese stick and a yogurt. I mean, what do you want me to grab an apple, a fucking banana? What what kind of snacks do you want? Like a gourmet fucking setup, a charcuterie board? What do you want? Literally, the only time I feel uh-huh. snacky is when I have not eaten enough. And this is exactly yeah, what there we go, there. Matt. Ding ding dong, right there. Mm-hmm. 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 Exactly. And you're not snacky. You're just or fucking you, hungry. Or eat you're bored. Meal. Or you're bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Eat, eat a meal meals, that's more than 250. Calories. Eat a meal that is not low carb. Eat a meal that isn't diet friendly, right? Yeah. What I mean by that is stop looking for diet foods, low fat mm-hmm. this, low carb that, these high fiber wraps. Cool. The, I have nothing wrong with the high fiber wraps, but I see people literally eating nothing but those. Yeah. There's no diversity there. Right. They're just eating these diet foods and then they're wondering why they don't, they're, they're not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Diet yeah. foods. Exactly. Or they're getting stuff like, Kodiak cake, pancakes, Kodiak cake, oatmeal with 10 grams of protein. They're they're going for these protein things that aren't really fucking protein. Those are carb- Ooh, har- yeah. carbohydrate sources with protein in it. So if Let's you actually, talk about that. actually added protein to those, yeah. they would be more satisfying. So that that is not a fucking protein source. So yeah, you're going to be hungry if you have Kodiak cake, pancakes with literally fucking nothing else. Yeah. Because yeah. that's only 10 grams of protein. Not even, I don't think. And then the, the oatmeal, you're not adding anything. You're like, oh, it's it's high protein. No, it's not. No, That's it's not. not fucking protein. It's carbohydrate with protein yeah. in it. Yep, for sure. So I literally just had Kodiak cakes over the weekend. So I can attest to this. Mm-hmm. I had three pancakes, two eggs, and then I had a cup of fruit on top of my, mm-hmm. of my pancakes. That was a very well-balanced meal. There was lots yeah. of protein in there because I the way I made my Kodiak cakes is I used milk and an egg to get the extra protein in there. A lot of people will just use water. So use the milk and the, yeah. the egg for, for the extra protein there. And then I added eggs in there for some additional protein. First of all, I just wanted, I just mm-hmm. wanted eggs as well with my, with my breakfast. And then, you know, that yeah. gave me an extra 12 grams of protein with the two eggs right there. So yeah. I came in at like 40 grams of protein between the, the three pancakes, the two, the two eggs. And then um, I probably, I don't know the math, but I probably had 10 grams of fiber with yeah, the, the Kodiak fruit. cakes and the fruit. Mm-hmm. So That's it, a filling it, breakfast right there. But if you would have just had the Kodiak cake pancakes with nothing else, yeah. you probably would have been hungry for sure an hour I, or so later. I absolutely would have. And that breakfast right there, guess what it did? It sustained me for six to seven hours, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't recommend that for most people. But what I did is I I, ate, uh, I made breakfast, I went on a walk, and then my son and I went to the gym. We got a workout in for about an hour. And then we came back home, changed, showered, and then we went golfing. We did a round of nine, uh, nine holes of golf. We were gone for six or seven hours. We did take a mm-hmm. banana with us to snack on on the way to golf. Mm-hmm. So that helped to keep our hunger at bay there as well. Yeah. So that was that was a practical snack. I didn't feel like I needed a snack, but I knew it was going to be <clears throat> some time before I was going to be able to eat. Mm-hmm. And so I was proactive with that by eating the banana, even though I wasn't hungry because I knew I would be hungry. Yeah, I, that's I a I... good topic to talk about too, actually, yeah. Matt, that yeah. you were being proactive with 
before your hunger came. You're that, we get this. You, we get this question a lot too: Is do I eat when I'm not hungry? Sometimes. Well, kind of sometimes, yeah. I sometimes mean, you need to. If like you're going to do what Matt is going to be gone for a very long time, and you had a banana, and you know you're like, I know if I don't have this right now, you probably will be at a point an hour or so later that you would have been really hungry. And then what happens? Then we get ravenous. That's when yes. you overeat, and then you make bad decisions. You should never get to a point in your hunger where you are feeling ravenous and your stomach is shaky. And, and yeah. yeah, you should not get to a one or a two or a three on the hunger scale mm-hmm. ever. Okay. When you get down to about a four or so, you should, this, then this is why mindfulness is so fucking important in this journey. You should always be checking in with yourself. And when you get down to that four, then you start be like, okay, what do I need right now? And a simple way to think about that is instead of thinking about food as calories, okay. Food is energy, right? So what do I need energy for right now? Okay. If I'm mm-hmm. going to be gone, if I'm going to be gone for the next four or five hours, if I'm, if I'm in executive meetings, board meetings for the next, you know, the second half of the day, what type of energy am I going to need to get me through that? Then you can choose the right foods to help get you through that meeting or through that workout or whatever it might be. You would mm-hmm. probably choose some type of a, a, a good carbohydrate that's going to be slow digesting to give you a slow, sustained energy release. Yeah. And we don't expect people to know these things, right? right we're telling, right. We're telling you these right now, but this is also why working with the coach can be so fucking beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beth and myself, we do this with our clients every every single day. Hundreds of clients have, have gone through our programs with great success with these same exact things. So we definitely yeah. know what we're talking about here. Yeah. We can teach you how to exactly what Matt was saying, like building that healthy plate, building like knowing what to eat when, you know, you're, you're not going to be like, oh, I think I may be a little bit hungry, but I'm going to go grab a little snack of Lay's chips. Like that's <laughs> it's not going to satisfy Satisfy you. Yeah. If you you're know, hungry, we, a ch- if you're hungry, chips are never going to satisfy. Never. You. Never. Nef- I'm fucking never. Yeah. I so, will. I will bet money. On, I will say 100% certainty. Chips will not sor- no, solve no. your fucking hunger. You'll just keep eating them. So <laughs> chips and an apple and some fruit might. Right. That might help. Fruit, uh, chips, and an apple, and a sandwich. There you go. That's definitely right? gonna solve your fucking hunger. Sometimes problems. for a snack, I'll have like a little bag of popcorners, the little mm-hmm. travel bag, whatever they call them, snack bags, and then I'll have like a couple of light string cheeses, and maybe like you said, like an apple. That to me, that's that's a snack. Yeah, and that's absolutely. gonna hold me. That's a pretty significant snack that'll hold me over if I have a long time be- between meals. Yeah, I literally don't even eat chips. I always have chips in my house, but I don't use them as a snack. People might hear that and, and get confused about it. When I eat chips. It's because I just want to eat chips. Yeah. It's not because I'm looking for a snack when right. I'm hungry. Exactly. I just want chips. That's why I eat them. Mm-hmm. They don't need to have a purpose other than I just fucking want it. Yeah. Water break, hydrate or dihydrate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we uh, we did a pretty deep dive into that topic there. I really love like what we were talking about though with being proactive with our hunger and, mm-hmm. and, and thinking ahead. If you if we can get you in that mindset of of thinking ahead instead of being in the moment. In the yeah. moment is good. You want to be in the moment, but don't let it get to the point where you just realize you haven't eaten for six hours. We yeah. don't we, we want to avoid that. And bring stuff with you. Have shit prepared already in your purse. And I'm not talking about a fucking extravagant meal snack. I'm talking about always carry an apple or a banana or a protein bar. Always have something with you so you're not caught at the grocery store going, I'm so fucking hungry. And you grab a Snickers. I hear this all the time. Yeah, I, I, I was so hungry. I just grabbed some M&Ms. Why? Why the fuck would you do that? I mean, just grab the apple out of your purse. Grab the protein bar. You don't need to grab a Snickers at the fucking grocery store. That's not mm-hmm. going to do anything for you besides give you a fucking sugar crash. 
you know, instant gratification. It'll give them that, that give them dopamine. And, yeah. But you, <laughs> you got a plan and it doesn't have like, it doesn't have to be some crazy extravagant plan. It's just put shit with you in your car. Always have it there. So, you know, but that, Beth, okay, I, I don't just have grab the energy that. to plan. It just oh takes God. too much time. To, just takes too much time to plan, Beth. <laughs> well then, you know what? If nothing changes, nothing changes. Right. That's all I have to say. So, so, so the, the pain of planning is too much, but the pain of overeating thousands of calories at night isn't too much. Let's just right. be clear here. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. It's not a priority then. See how, see how the way we talk, when we start shifting the way that we talk to, it's just not a priority to me. It's just not important mm-hmm. to me. That should be a fucking eye opener right there. Yeah. And also Pl- if you planning keep re- isn't important to me. Okay. Right. Just, just say it. And if you keep saying these things over and over again, like I even made a post about this. It's like your thoughts ultimately di- dictate your actions. So if you're going to keep saying, I never have time, I never have time, I never have fucking time, you're not going to have time. If you keep telling yourself that you're a bad person, you're going to feel like you're a bad person. Yeah. Uh, it's thoughts become things. Mm-hmm. For sure. The way you talk to yourself and the way you think to yourself matters. They're which saying, is you know what? I'm working on, you know, planning better. I'm mm-hmm. working on on time management. Yeah. Me, I'm working on marketing and, and copywriting and my writing and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, with my, with my, with my business. So, um, am I good at, am I great at it right away? Hell no. Um, but you know, a little bit better every day, learn from my mistakes and find out how I can improve. And those mm-hmm. small changes will add up. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think that's, I think that's the bottom line on that, on that one. What do you think? Line, folks, I think so. <laughs> awesome. So what else we, what, what else we got on our agenda today? Let's see. It's coming um, up September 1st here. is Friday. So, so, oh yeah so we'll be having so, some new new patreon workouts and challenges yep yep coming up <laughs> new month that's crazy man these men these months are just stacking up is that crazy stacking up i can't believe yeah. we're only four months away from the fucking a new year yeah on that note guys be proactive now don't wait until new year's yeah start working on your shit now you don't Build have to wait till new year's sustainable habits now Hey, my, my camera just zoomed in on me when I, just I did saw that. that. <laughs> That's that? interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, huh. guys. I saw a squirrel. Okay. This my camera. You have the same camera, right? The same way. I do, but it's not connected right now. Oh, gotcha. It's one of those AI ones. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> if nobody can see that unless we, we release a video of that, but nobody can see it because it's just following me around. So. Right. Oh my yeah. God. That's trippy. I can't, I can't get away from my camera is what I mean. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though, actually, for like demonstrations. I've actually used it a couple of times in, in like my live trainings that I'll do with our clients is I'll mm-hmm. get up and demonstrate something on the other side of the room and the camera just follows me over. It's pretty sweet. Nice. Yeah. yeah. OK. Um. Yeah. So September. So you've got your your 10K coming up. I've got a vacation coming up at the end of September. I'm going whitewater rafting again if I can get my ankle healthy. Mm. I'm not going to go. <laughs> That's my goal right now is to get my ankle healthy for whitewater rafting because um, it's the one that I do every year, the class fives, because mm-hmm. they, they only have that for like a four week stretch in, in West Virginia. Oh, yeah. So this is the only time of the year to do it. So I'm hopeful that I'll get my ankle to a good place. I'm not going to take any risks that I need yeah. my ankle to be healthy. That's how you injured it in the first place. I think so. I, I don't know. I, I'm torn with because like Katahdin and everything kind of just blur, blur, blended all together last yeah. year. Yeah. But also, I kind of sprained my ankle earlier in the year last year. Oh, um, when you were were you on a scooter? Or something? I was on a scooter. Yeah, we went out okay. for we went out um, downtown Toledo. Sierra and I did. I met up with my buddy Jude, mm-hmm. and when we were doing that, I had this. I, I don't remember what it was exactly, but I hurt my ankle mm-hmm. um, on one of those stupid fucking scooters, and that was actually the start of my ankle problem. So I think if we traced it back, that's probably what it was. Mm. And then Mount Katahdin didn't help by falling off of a cliff. Yeah. Um, whitewater rafting didn't help by jamming yourself. My, myself into a rapid and going on class five rapids. 
Um, and none of the other stuff I've done over this yeah. last year with hiking and, and everything hasn't helped it. So yeah, now's the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Taking a few months off to, to get myself right. Yeah. I'll be in San Diego at the end of September for, I'm going to cold, going to cold play. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's in, that's the end of September. Yeah. I'm going there for five days. So that'll be fun. Okay. Hell yeah. That'll be amazing. Mm-hmm. Cold play. I, we were rocking out the cold play last year when we were in yeah. like, for Katahdin. What song, yeah. did, what song did we listen to? Uh, Fix You, I think. Fix You. Was that it? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a fucking sad song. It is. Jesus. It is. I know. <laughs> I love those yeah. sad songs, though. I run to that yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, I've been, I, I'll have to share I my... I, I, I made a fucking sad playlist on, on Spotify just last why. month. And yeah. tell you what, if you don't feel like crying, it will make you feel like cry. I've, there's <laughs> been a couple of nights where I literally just put on my fucking sad playlist and just have a good cry. There, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And I actually right. felt so much better when, when I did that. I've been learning to cry, actually. Not nice. learning to cry. I've been learning right. to let myself cry Yeah, as an, as an outlet to express my feelings and get my feelings out. I always feel better when I do it. So yeah. I'm just I'm just crying. All, I'm not just kidding. I'm not crying all the time, but... <laughs> 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 I'm not I'm not afraid to cry. Good. Yeah. Like sometimes I literally am like, I just need to have a good cry. So I put on some cold play. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That'll do uh-huh. it. Yeah, no, I'm I will I will say I, I know the people have asked about how I'm doing and everything too. I'm doing, I'm really, I'm doing really great. Got a good, great support system and been prioritizing myself here for a while. So I'm doing good. Good. Yay. Feeling good. Feeling good. All right. Nerdle, I think that's it. All right. It's already two. It's already two. It was good yeah. catching up with you. Yeah. See ya. All right. See ya. Hope you enjoyed this episode, so why not share it with a friend who needs to hear it? Send us a DM on Instagram or email us at cutthecrappod at gmail.com and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cutthecrappodcast. As always, we appreciate you and thanks for being here. <laughs>